4: for breaking news. U.S. news, world news, everything. And where news breaks. we got breaking news happening this morning. You don't want to turn away from us at all. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. Now on FM 1071. Buenos dias, mi gente. Amigos, amigas. Bienvenidos. <laughs> ah. Es la morning news con Trey Ware. <laughs> what about gun control huh yeah when are we gonna ban all them guns that's what we want to know when, when hey when are we gonna give amnesty to everybody coming across the border? that's what we want to know oh man well good morning and what a crap show last night i can't say the other word or i would it deserves that what a useless mess. Jimmy, cut number three. The useless mess sounded like this.
2: We want to get things done. Here's, here's how we get it done in Washington We, Washington we, Washington. Ball. we must finally. get it done. We can get it done.
4: Yeah. So that's how the whole night went. Seven desperate people screaming for attention last night. Talking over each other. Hey, 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 my hands up. Hey, my hands up. Hey, my hands up. Hey, 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 hey. Ramaswamy got the most speaking time last night. DeSantis was number two. Tim Scott, number three. Haley, number four. On down the line, it went. Okay, so nobody told anybody this, but Fox News had a Univision moderator in there. That's why I opened in Spanish, Because they had a Univision moderator in there who opened the debate the Republican debate in Espanol. And during the entire night, number one, now I grew up in San Antonio. My wife is Hispanic. I grew up around Hispanics all the time. I understand the uh, dialect very well. <laughs> man, last night was a struggle. Uh, I would have been better had she spoken in, in Spanish, and I would have understood more of what she said last night. I'm not, I'm not picking on Hispanics who have an accent. That's not it. That's not what I'm talking about. But anyway... She pushed gun control and amnesty all night as the moderator last night. Then we had a dumb survivor question at the end from Dana Perino. I expect more out of you, Dana. Now, everybody, take that pad that's on the, the podium in front of you and your pen and write down who you would vote off of the island because if all of you stay in this race, then Donald Trump is going to win. So somebody needs to go, okay? So write it down. <laughs> And, of course, they didn't. You know, Ron DeSantis was the first one to say, I ain't doing that. We're not kindergartners up here. We're fighting for the survival of the country. Now, let me just make a few observations about what wasn't in the questioning last night. Number one, there's nothing about China cash to the Biden home or the Biden crime family. Nothing about that. There was nothing about the DOJ being weaponized against the number one political opponent of the Democrats. Nothing about that at all. There was nothing about Biden stumbling and mumbling in the story that came out this week about his handlers putting him in tennis shoes and using the kindergarten stairs into Air Force One so he doesn't fall down and go, boom. Nothing. Not at all. They missed so many opportunities last night, and it's no wonder to me that, like on Daily Mail and all the. You know how they all, everybody on X now, they're running all these polls about who won last night, who won the debate. They're all saying Trump won it. Trump was doing this. Cut number one, Jimmy. Here's Donald Trump last night.
5: The only time Joe Biden has ever gotten his hands dirty is when he's taking cash from foreign countries, which is quite often, actually. It's quite often. Based on what we're seeing, it's much more often than anyone would have thought.
4: He was talking you... to United Auto Workers last night, and glad handing folks at restaurants, and doing those kinds of things. While you had seven de- desperate people just screaming over each other. Cut number seven again, or cut number three again, Jimmy. Here we go. This is what you got more of last night.
2: We, we want to get we, we... we get done in see Washington? See. We, we must finally... Can we please we respect the It was insane.
4: That's how it went all night last night. That's that was it. I mean that was insane. And so like right now Daily Mail has Donald Trump winning the debate last night. Vivek Ramaswamy at number 2. Well, let me tell you something about the Vivek. It's become very clear I've seen him in two debates now. He's running for Donald Trump. He's de- he's in the debate as a surrogate for Trump. I'm convinced of that. He's, he's, he's spouting the Trump line, which is fine. It needs to be there. It needs to be represented. I'd prefer that Donald Trump be there representing it, but Vivek is doing it in Donald Trump's stead, okay? That's why he's there. Ron DeSantis, 17%, number three. Nikki Haley in fourth place at 6%, Mike Pence at 6%. And Mr. Pence, vice president, had a Jeb Bush moment last night. Remember Jeb Bush? Please clap. Yeah, Pence was trying to get a laugh by telling everybody that he was sleeping with a T. He's been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. It was just, you know, it was horrible. It wasn't even funny. And none of it was funny. Uh, Chris Christie said, Donald, I know you're, Do we have this? Maybe we do. we do. We have cut number four, Jimmy. Let's play Chris Christie from last night.
6: We need to go on our back in our suburbs. People are threatened there. We need it in our rural areas. People feel threatened there. And we need it in Washington, D.C. also. And Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching. Okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck.
4: That's Chris Christie. Now let's go back to cut number three here because Ron DeSantis also called out Donald Trump for not being there last night. Here it is. Governor
2: DeSantis, you haven't spoken, please. The people in Washington are shutting down the American dream with their reckless behavior. They borrowed, they printed, they spent, and now you're paying more for everything. They are the reason for that. They have shut down our national sovereignty by allowing our border to be wide open. So please spare me uh, the crocodile tears for these people. They need to change what's going on. And where's Joe Biden? He's completely missing in action from leadership. And you know who else is missing in action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you. To defend his record where they added seven point eight trillion to the debt that set the stage for the inflation that we have now i can tell you this as governor of florida we cut taxes we ran surpluses we've paid down over twenty five percent of our state debt and i vetoed wasteful spending when it came to my desk and as your president when they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up i'm going to take out this veto pen and i'm going to send it right back to them
4: so he won it last night Uh, there's no doubt in my mind as far as i'm Concerned if you had to pick a winner out of the seven, and it was just a useless mess. And I stayed. up Here's the deal: I stayed up all night last night because you, you know what happens to me, guys. I I lay there, and Fox replays their debates at midnight. Okay, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sleep for a little while because I go to sleep in the evenings around seven o'clock, and I I typically sleep from seven to midnight. That's typically what I get, four to five hours a night. So I'm thinking, all right, so I'm gonna sleep till midnight. And then I'm going to get up and I'll watch the replay of the debate. And then I'll get all the sound cuts and get them over to Jimmy. And that way we can, you know, because I, I got to put all that together so Jimmy can take those sound cuts when he gets here at 430, have them ready by the time we go on at 5. We use those sound cuts. And there's a bunch of them when it's something like this. We use them on my show and then on Where and Rima. And sometimes they will use our the, the cuts that I find overnight. They'll use those on, on Sean's show from 9 to 11 as well. So, you know, but here's what happens. I can't go to sleep <laughs> because I lay there and I'm saying in my mind, I'm tossing and turning, what are they talking about? What are they talking about? And so I finally have to – seriously, Jimmy, it's true. I'm telling yes, you the truth.
6: but you're putting it on yourself because you knew this was going to be crap yesterday. You knew it was going to be exactly what you saw, and you could have had two more hours of sleep. <laughs> I
7: could have no, had
1: – You, you know, know what? It is in 2016 <laughs> when we were doing those debate events with Jack's yeah. show and – yeah. and we were covering all of that stuff, right. we just get that in our heads that it's going to be that fascinating right? Um, with this stage. That's but what it's happens.
4: Not. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I lived through 2016.
1: 2016 was incredible for yes. us we barely got any <laughs> yes. sleep. Well,
4: I tell you, you know what? And I got I got sucker punched. We all got sucker punched in, in 20. When was it uh, 2020 we all got sucker punched because I went to bed the night of the election we all did with Donald Trump way ahead yeah I said oh that's it I'm gonna go to bed I'm not gonna stay up and watch any more of this I'm gonna grab me about an hour and then I'll come in and I went to bed, and I woke up an hour later to come into work, and look at that. They stopped counting, and Joe Biden was the president.
1: 2016 almost killed me. I well, had no sleep No, whatsoever. you're right. And it so, was horrible.
4: You're right. And so I was telling Jimmy that, that we, you know, heading into this year, it's it's a year of no sleep for us in this right. business. Uh, or Once at least Donald for me, Trump gets on that you, stage. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, because what we do, uh, you know, I, I got to do all the prep. I'm not complaining about it. I'm, I'm just explaining what goes on. So I got to do all the prep and then find all the sound cuts and, and get them over to Jimmy. That's that's a lot of work. So, we just
1: want to be in the know. We want to be informed. Absolutely. So. Well,
4: I, I want to be able to. I don't want to be a dumbass on the radio. I want to be able to pass this stuff along and know what we're talking right. about. So <laughs> that's that's why we do it. And this year, when we do a presidential year, and oh. it, this is the first presidential year you've done with us, Jimmy, we hardly sleep because this is how we handle it. We just keep going and keep going. Because next one they do is a bam. There's going to be this and that. And here's what I said in my video. There's a new video. I cut a video overnight too. And Elaine put it up on the Trey Ware page at KTSA.com and on the Facebook page as well. And what I said in the video, I'll just tell you, but then you can go watch it. They need to cut it down to three people. Yes, this seven,
6: the magnificent seven.
4: Bullcrap. Yes. (laughs) It's bullcrap, okay? So they need to cut it down to three people, and here's who I recommend. Now, let, let me tell you this, though. Good people can disagree on who I believe ought to be the three people. We can disagree on that. But this is what I think. Trump, and he needs to start coming in these debates. Next one he needs to be in. Trump, Haley, and DeSantis. Those are the three. And the reason I'm ruling out like a Ramaswamy, he's not going to win the presidency. No. I like hearing him. I enjoy what he has to say. But he's not going to win the presidency. Tim Scott, as much as I love him, he's not going to win the presidency. Uh, and I tell you who I love out of all these guys the most is North Dakota governor Doug Burgum. Now that guy he's 100% in on capitalism, free markets, the United States of America, free let freedom ring like my Bucky's t-shirt. Yeah. All that kind of, he's in on that stuff, but he doesn't have but a they're prayer. Nice.
1: We need scrappy up there. We need scrappy, right. we need fighters, we need leaders. Well, and we need and intelligence. He's too nice.
4: Yeah. And he's so smart. You know, he's
1: he made some wonderful points. You brilliant, said.
4: he's brilliant. So uh, you know, Fat Boy's got to go. You got to get rid of him. He's just you know, he's a useless waste of time at this point. Uh, I don't even know.
1: He's getting down to WWE format. Yeah, he's staring he really at the is. Camera, and I don't even know Donald why Mike up.
4: Pence is showing up. Mike oh, Pence is not even moving the needle on nothing anymore. Yeah. Did
6: Christie so. really think that Trump was watching? Because I don't <laughs> think Trump was watching.
4: You know. I, I don't even know, man. Uh, tr- tr- Trump was with UAW. He was talking to the UAW people, uh, so I, I don't even know. You know, if he turned on the TV once he got on the airplane,
1: maybe he turned it on at midnight.
4: He might have. You know, or, since or, he
1: doesn't sleep either.
4: Or some of the high. Right. Or some of the high. <laughs> or some of the highlights. I don't know. I will tell you this. This is a fun thing that's going around the internet. And then I'll break. Um, Ramaswamy, Jimmy, you're going to love this. Ramaswamy had like a 10-foot high, I wouldn't say pompadour. Beehive. Beehive. That's what it was. His hair stuck straight up. The like,
1: higher the hair, the closer to Jesus. What
4: was her name uh, on on The Simpsons? Flo. Marge? Oh, Marge. Was it Marge <laughs> I Simpson? I am you
1: were talking about Mel's Diner. Remember Flo? Yeah, no, no, no.
4: <laughs> Marge Marge Simpson went out with a straight head. That's what Ramaswamy <laughs> had last night. And so everybody, there's all kinds of memes out there calling him butthead from beavis and butthead <laughs> and his makeup was a little dark it was and yeah. and jimmy neutron because <laughs> <the hair> <laughs> that's what he looked like all right quick break uh listen I, I if you watched it tell me what you thought most of you told me yesterday you weren't gonna watch it but so there's a little bit of a breakdown for you to me i'm just telling you, i'm being honest with you man i always am anyway it's a it was a um it really was a useless waste of <laughs> time. it really was two one zero 599 Trey Ware, KTSA. My, my name is the my, my nation, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And some more on the debate. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Donald Trump says he's not going to pick his VP from the list of Republican candidates running. He says they all want to be secretary of something or other, and that's true. He's a million percent correct that they want to be in the cabinet somewhere, somehow, and this is what this is. They are auditioning for that, and they know it. They know they're not auditioning to be president. They're auditioning for that. Now, let's go to cut number five, Vivek Ramaswamy talking about parental rights and the trans nonsense that's going on in our country right now.
8: Without parental notification. Governor Christie told Stewart last week that he would pass a federal law to protect parental rights. Would you try to do the same?
3: I have to be very clear about this transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. Correct. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. That's right. I met two young women early in this campaign.
8: On parental rights in school.
3: Parents have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? Even New Hampshire failed to actually get past a piece of legislation here. The very people who say that this increases the risk of suicide are also the ones saying that parents don't have the right to know about that increased risk of suicide. And I'm sorry, it is not compassionate to affirm a kid's confusion that is not compassion that is cruelty i met two young women chloe and katie early in this campaign who are in their 20s now regret getting double mastectomies and a hysterectomy one of them will never have children and the fact that we allowed that to happen in this country is barbaric
4: he's right he is one that's vivek ramaswamy let's do number six on him too jimmy this is him talking about birthright citizenship and the 14th amendment
3: Ending birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal immigrants in this country. Now, the left will howl about the Constitution and the 14th Amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th Amendment. What it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof are citizens. So nobody believes that the kid of a Mexican diplomat in this country enjoys birthright citizenship. Not a judge or legal scholar in this country will disagree with me on that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship, then neither does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come
4: here. That's right. That's right. They should first become citizens themselves before a child can then be automatically a citizen. You're not going to get the Democrats to go along with that because that's the whole point. The Democrats want them as voters. That's exactly why we have this bastardization, if you will, uh, and, uh, of the 14th Amendment. That's exactly why this goes on. Now, Trump's message last night to the Republicans, he said it's time to cancel the rest of the boring and inconsequential debates and focus on beating Joe Biden. Donald Trump says the GOP is wasting time and money that could be spent on evicting Joe from the White House. That's what I said in my video. And I didn't, I didn't know Trump had said that. What happened last night did not get us any closer to getting rid of Joe Biden. This country is slipping away. The socialists are taking this country away from us, and they're using this administration to do it. And we have to focus like a laser on removing this administration. And last night did not get us any closer to that. I promise you that. I'll take your calls, your comments on it. Coming up next, 210-599-5555. Oh, what's going on in Arizona? There's some weird stuff happening with Katie Hobbs, the governor in Arizona. That's coming up at, or at 536. Trey Ware, KTSA.
3: Is your AC working, but the House is still uncomfortable?
4: <laughs> Tell your smart speaker to stream KTSA. This is News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy, Lord. I tuned in for a presidential debate last night, and I got the view instead. Let's go to cut number three, Jimmy. I got the view instead of a presidential debate last night. Listen, it's the view.
2: Can we please respect the time?
4: Can we please respect the time? Please respect the time. OK, more on the debate coming up, and your call two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. 210-599-5555. But first, I promised you this. What's going on in Arizona? On Twitter last night, X, I started to see stuff about how this uh, treasurer, Kimberly Yee, sent out a memo saying she's going to be the acting governor in Arizona until midday today. Katie Hobbs was not elected governor in Arizona because they cheated Arizona and took it away from Carrie Lake. I'm sorry, but that's a fact. Maricopa County was all cheated, and they have proven that over and over again now i 'm quite sure it's something like she's ill or she's having surgery or she's having dental work done, and you know how they do that when they're in a position of power they hand it off to somebody else while they're in a position of asleepness you know under general anesthesia or something i'm sure i i'm guessing i'm just i'm guessing it's something like that, but I can tell you social media is all a buzz about oh, they finally have run off Katie Hobbs because she's not the legitimate governor of Arizona. I doubt that. I doubt that is the case. But we shall see. It's very interesting, though, because there was no explanation given by Katie, the governor's office at all, as to where she uh, went and why. And, Elaine, would you mind calling out there and asking them? If anybody can get an answer for you, it's Elaine. Okay. Okay. Seven desperate people screaming for attention last night. That's what you got. Seven desperate people talking over each other just like the girls on The View do every day. Then you had a moderator from Univision that they didn't even tell us was going to be there. They told us it was going to be Stu, my buddy. And Dana, that's what they told us. But they slipped in this anchor from Univision, and she opens the show in Espanol. Bienvenidos.
5: Oh, you have it.
1: Florida's new Black History curriculum says, quote, slaves develop skills which in some instances
5: could be applied for their personal benefit.
1: You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not
4: because of it. So people like uh, Ron DeSantis... And Chris Christie and the rest of them too, but they didn't just show—they didn't show it as much as those two. They—they they had their faces twisted in contortions, going, "What? What are you saying? I don't understand you. Would you please?" So anyway, they needed an interpreter to understand it. And I've grown up uh, around Hispanics; I get the the dialect. I I speak Spanish some, and I really—it was very difficult to understand her questions. But anyway, but anyway. She spent the entire night pushing amnesty at a Republican debate. She spent the entire night pushing gun control at a Republican debate. <laughs> in every question, it was like, "When are you going to do something about the dreamers and make them legal?" I was like, uh, "Excuse me, but they ain't happening." You know that kind of thing. Well, gun, gun, gun violence is the biggest issue in America right now. No, it's the open border that's the biggest issue in America right now. No, it's gun violence. So, what are you going to do about gun violence? When are you going to take the guns away? I mean, it's just really dumb and dumber oh dana honey you so much better than that survivor question you are so much better than that
8: that you're dropping out so which one of you on stage tonight should be voted off the island <laughs> please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you 15 seconds Starting now, of the people on the stage, who should be? I'm absolutely serious. With all due respect,
2: I mean, we're here. Like, wow. yeah. we're happy to debate, but right sure. I think that that's disrespectful to really, my fellow competitors. Too,
4: no. And that was Ron DeSantis who answered that first. I'll decline to do that, and then the rest of them said, "I'm not doing that either." And, you know, there's a, it's disrespectful. I'm, I'm sorry, Dana. You, you had your Martha McCallum moment there. You know what I mean? That was your Martha McCallum. The, the last debate where Martha asked Chris Christie about UFOs. <laughs> What the hell are these people doing? We have a Biden crime family accepting cash from China. $260,000 wired to Biden's home from China. We have his son gallivanting all over the planet taking money, loading up and spreading it around to the entire family. Not a question about that. You, you know what else they didn't ask about last night was how the Department of Justice under this El Presidente has been weaponized against Donald Trump. Trying to rem- That question never came up last night. They didn't ask that question. And I got to tell you, you hear me say it on the show. Yes, I'm starting to get fired up here. You hear me say it on the show. If they don't unify against what's happening to Donald Trump, they are going to realize, if, the, if, if they're able to destroy him, which is what this is about, if they do it to him, they're going to be able to do it to any other political opponent. DeSantis, you need to wake up. Nikki Haley, you need to wake up. You need to pay attention to the way the Department of Justice has been weaponized against Donald Trump because if they're successful doing it against him, who has loads of money, he's spending a million dollars a week fighting this. If they can do it to him and destroy him, they're going to do it to the rest of (laughs) you. You better wake up, man. And not one thing about that came up last night. Not one came up about that last night. It was extremely disappointing. It was, to me, a useless mess. Just a total useless mess last night. I mean, you've got the Biden crime family, which we're going to hear more about beginning at 9 o'clock this morning, accepting tons of cash. You got Joe Biden stumbling and mumbling in tennis shoes and using the kindergartner ladder to get in and out of Air Force One because they don't want him to fall down and bump his little poopy no, nothing about that last night. Nothing at all. Now, I will say this, a couple of things. First of all, I do like Doug Burgum. (laughs) I really do. His stuff is so um, American, capitalist, freedom. Uh, He reminds me of Christy Noem. He really does. Well, no, not looking at him. I mean, <laughs> the words that he says, his positions on issues reminds me of Christine freedom and capitalism and all those kind of things. And he's great. I I, I really like him. He's, he doesn't stand a chance to, to be president, nor do most of those people on the stage. Okay. Let's get real with each other and let's cut it down. Let's weed it out. Let's do this. Trump, Haley DeSantis. Now, I say that knowing that good people can disagree i like some of the stuff that vivek says okay i think he's more of a surrogate for donald trump at these debates than most of us realize okay uh but i like some of the stuff he says like like the whole thing on on birthright citizenship and uh, and parental rights transgenderism being a mental illness i like all that kind of stuff but i don't think he's really got a shot at being the president right now i really don't he can i think he's got a, a great shot in a shot at being in the cabinet I I think Ron DeSantis would have a great shot at being in the cabinet. I think Nikki Haley could go back and be in in the cabinet again. But I think we need to get down to those guys and toss the rest of them out. And as I said, good people can disagree, but I think it's Trump and Haley and DeSantis, and let's have a real debate where we can flesh these issues out, where we can really get to the meat.
1: So who decides that? The RNC. RNC?
4: Yeah, what they do is they set standards, right, for who is – they have to reach a certain number in the polls and they've got to reach a certain number in money, right, in order to qualify. Well, if I'm running the, D, the RNC today, I'm going to say bye-bye, everybody, because I've got to make an executive decision who actually has a shot. Chris Christie, you ain't got a shot, baby. Uh, Mike Pence, you don't have a shot. You really don't. Doug Burgum, you do not have a shot. Tim Scott, I love you, but you really don't have a shot. None of you guys have a shot. You guys can probably serve really well in an administration. The only three that could actually win this thing are those three right there. Trump, number one. He's leading by 60 uh, percentage points, right? Number two would be Ron DeSantis. And number three, Nikki Haley. Those three right there actually have an opportunity to make it to the White House. The rest of them, I'm sorry, but... They don't. I, 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 they're fine folks, and, except for Chris. But <laughs> I really don't like and that, dude. And we're
1: wasting dude. precious time.
4: You know. I, well, look, and Donald Trump said that. He said that last night. He said, look, you, we have got to focus on what matters, all right? And what matters is the fact, and I put this in the video, the fact that this country is slipping away. The socialists are taking this country away from us every single day. And while you're messing around, with all this crap last night, you know, scree- seven desperate people screaming over each other, the, the the socialists are still working hard every day and every night to take this country away from you. And we need to focus on that. And I, I do agree with that. I understand the primary process. I don't need to be schooled on the primary process. I have done this long enough. But I can tell you right now, having done it long enough, where we sit today, and where we sit today is Trump and Haley and DeSantis, and let's have an intelligent debate among those three where the voters can be informed about who knows the positions who knows the issues and who knows how to deal with it better than anybody else and I'm sorry but these other cats are not going to cut it so just (laughs) slop off the fat start with the fat guy get rid of the fat and get down to the meat and let's have those three meet and debate what do you think right Wrong? Am I nuts? Indifferent? What do you think? 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA.
3: The future of joint pain
4: relief is here. appear
0: and- courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline.
4: Okay, I'm going to play some more, a little bit of sound for you. I'll take your calls at 210-599-5555. And I have a question for all these young males who are coming to our country illegally. But first, Nikki Haley, cut 10, is no fan of Vivek Ramaswamy and TikTok. Is she?
0: This is infuriating because TikTok <laughs> is one of the most dangerous social yeah, media apps yes, that is. we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. <laughs> because I can't believe <laughs> <You know>, they <laughs> hear you've you got a, a TikTok situation. No, really. What they're doing is...
4: Really? And she went into collecting all of your data, all of your information. That's what TikTok does. Gets all of your, your contacts, gets your money data, gets into your bank account and all that kind of stuff. If you have TikTok, you crazy. All right, cut number seven here. Vivek was attacked by having
3: business in China. But you know what I did that was different than every other company? We got the hell out of there. Yeah. And when I started yeah, my next right company, Strive, right, no, right when I started my next company, Strive, to compete against BlackRock, excuse me, no, no. to compete against BlackRock, I made a commitment that we would never do business in China. And I will say something. Yes. Okay, so
4: I know you can't understand a thing because they're talking over each other, and uh, that was just a mess. But Mike Pence, cut number nine, had his moment in the sun. His kind of Jeb Bush moment. Do you remember when Jeb Bush said something that he thought was really provocative in one of the debates, and he thought everybody was going to clap, and nobody clapped, and he was like, um, please clap? (laughs) Well, Mike Pence had a moment here where he thought everybody was going to laugh, but nobody did.
5: My wife uh, isn't a member of the teachers' union, but i got to admit,
4: I've been sleeping with a teacher for 38 years. And, um... Full disclosure.
1: I want this SNL skit.
4: <laughs> yeah, no – well, it's going to be – go ahead, Jimmy. It, it, it's going to be <laughs> so interesting if they even do anything about this on Saturday night. I'll I'll be waiting to see how they're going to do this. It was a mess, folks. It was a useless mess as far as I'm concerned. It I, I got nothing out of it. Me, personally, I got nothing out of it. I stayed up all night long uh and i got nothing for for that i i it's a night i will never be able to get back <laughs> i'd rather stay up spend the time with my wife i'd be i'd rather spend it spend the stay up and spend the time with my granddaughters this is time i'm never gonna get back it was ju- to me i got zero value out of it none whatsoever and donald trump did beginning. though donald what's that it's
1: just the beginning <laughs> oh well,
4: i know we got a whole year of this to to go um I was insulted by the questions. I didn't think the questions were good. I thought that they could have been a whole lot better than, than what they were. They totally missed the boat on the Biden crime family. I wanted to hear what they were going to do. You know, I, I think one of the reasons they're trying to destroy Donald Trump right now is they know that Donald Trump is going to send a lot of these folks to jail. If he becomes president and he gets a good attorney general in there, not some stupid Jeff Sessions thing, but he gets a good attorney general in there, then he's going to, people are going to go. People are going to end up in jail, and rightfully so. People like Anthony Fauci, you know, uh, the Bidens, you know, almost all of the Bidens at this point, you know, uh, and all this has been going on, and nothing, nothing about that was brought up. Nothing about what we see in a commander in chief right now who is not in charge. I saw a a video of him a few minutes ago. Yesterday, he was walking to a podium in the White House, apparently, to to speak, and he can't even walk. He walks literally like Frankenstein right now. You know Frankenstein walked real stiff? That's how Joe is walking now. All right. I want to toss this in here, too, because I don't think there was enough on immigration last night. They did touch on it. There were some questions about immigration. And, again, the Univision uh, moderator kept trying to push for amnesty last night on a Republican debate on Fox News. And this is why people don't like Fox News anymore, okay? She kept pushing and pushing and pushing for amnesty last night. When are you going to give the DACA? When are you going to give them amnesty? Blah, blah, blah. I have a question for all these young, single males who are coming to the United States. And they are coming. what?
1: What language are you going to use for the question?
4: I should ask it in Spanish, shouldn't I? In Spanish? Chinese? Well, Chinese. I should ask it in Mandarin, I guess. I should, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll stick with English because it, our audience is English. Uh, but I have a question. All, all these young single males that are coming in, and that's the vast majority of those who are coming here, whether it's from Mexico or El Salvador or primarily Venezuela right now. Remember, Venezuela opened their prison doors and said, Go to America, and we'll let you out of prison. Young single males coming. Young single males from China lined up coming this direction and coming into already here in the country. If you are escaping a dangerous country, which is what the Democrats tell us, right? These are just poor people. Their countries are just seriously wrought with violence. They have violent gangs killing people on the streets. And these poor people are just trying to get to safety. That's all. That's what the Democrats tell us, right? You say, they're not coming here for any other reason other than safety. They're trying to escape the oppression and the violence in their countries. So says Kamala Harris, the borders are. I got a question. If that's a fact, if you're leaving your country because it's so dangerous, then why are you leaving your wives and your children behind? What kind of man are you? If you're a young male who's coming up here, walking to the United States or taking a train or an airplane now because we're flying people in, if that's you, I'm just curious. If it's so dangerous back home that you have to escape the danger on the streets in El Salvador and places like that, why are you leaving your wives and your children behind? That's what makes me think that that's not why they're coming. I think they're warriors. Coming up at 6.05, more from last night's debate, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, Trey Ware here. You know one of the really gratifying things? And it's 6.05, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com, and also 210-599-5555. It's 210 210- 599 nine, 55, 55. More on last night's useless debate. <laughs> it was a mess. Cut number three, Jimmy. This is how most of the night went. Yeah.
2: We, we want to get things done. Here's how we get done watching football. We must finally Can we please respect we the time? Oh,
4: Lordy, you know? Lordy, 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 Lordy. And they talked over each other all night long. Oh, it's like The View, man. <laughs> It really was. You know the girls on the view do
3: that.
4: That's what they did last night. It was like, what are you saying? Between the moderator from Univision and you people screaming at each other, I couldn't understand half the stuff you guys were talking about last night. we got to get down to three, and I'll tell you who those are here in a minute. So, let's see. Clay Travis, the Outkick founder, posted on X. My debate power rankings, DeSantis, Burgum, Vivek, Nikki. Scott Christie Pence, you know, that's pretty close. Uh, I, I went with DeSantis and Haley and Vivek, and I really like Bergum. I do. He's not. Listen, they, none of these others got a chance, right? Christie don't have no chance. Uh, Bergham doesn't have a chance. Vivek, as much as I like what he says, and to me, he really is kind of like a surrogate for Trump right now. I think he's in there in the Trump spot. Uh, I like what he says. And you'll hear some of that in a second. He doesn't have a chance. Tim Scott, love him, but he doesn't have a chance. And Mike Pence, Mike, you serve the country well, but it's time to head on out, bud. You've got to find something else to do. So let's go through some of the sound from last night here, and let's start with, let's go back to cut number three, Jimmy, if we can. Ron DeSantis, because he actually called out Donald Trump for not being there last night, the 900-pound gorilla in the room, that he was not
2: there. Go ahead. Governor DeSantis, you haven't spoken. Please. The people in Washington are shutting down the American dream with their reckless behavior. They borrowed, they printed, they spent, and now you're paying more for everything. They are the reason for that. They have shut down our national sovereignty by allowing our border to be wide open. So please spare me uh, the crocodile tears for these people. They need to change what's going on. And where's Joe Biden? He's completely missing in action from leadership. And you know who else is missing in action? Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you. To defend his record, where they added $7.8 trillion to the debt, that set the stage for the inflation that we have. Now, I can tell you this, as governor of Florida, we cut taxes, we ran surpluses, we've paid down over 25% of our state debt, and I vetoed wasteful spending when it came to my desk. And as your president, when they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up, I'm going to take out this veto pen, and I'm going to send it
6: right back to them.
4: I think he had a solid night last night. Let's go to cut number four. Chris Christie was the only other on the debate stage that called out Donald Trump for not being there.
6: We need and go our, back in our suburbs, people are threatened there. We need it in our rural areas, people feel threatened there. And we need it in Washington, D.C. also. And Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look in that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight. Not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. Uh, Okay.
4: Um, Now, if you've listened to this show and you hear me Talking about the transgender thing that's been going on in this country, which is nothing more or less than grooming young children so that they're totally confused, entering uh, confusion into their brains, screwing them up for future taking advantage of them and, and, and having them in that movement. But I have said all along that it is a psychological issue that if you are a boy and you were born a boy, the problem is if you're thinking now you're a girl, the problem's between your ears, not between your legs. I have said that over and over again. It's a psychological issue. Vivek Ramaswamy, cut number five, said the same thing last night.
8: Without parental notification. Governor Christie told Stewart last week that he would pass a federal law to protect parental rights. Would you try to do the same?
3: I have to be very clear about this transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. I met two young women early in this campaign.
8: parental rights in Parents
3: have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? Even New Hampshire failed to actually get past a piece of legislation here. The very people who say that this increases the risk of suicide are also the ones saying that parents don't have the right to know about that increased risk of suicide. And I'm sorry. It is not compassionate to affirm a kid's confusion. That is not compassion, that is cruelty. I met two young women, Chloe and Katie, early in this campaign, who are in their 20s, now regret getting double mastectomies and a hysterectomy. One of them will never have children. And the fact that we allowed that to happen in this country is barbaric.
4: that's exactly what it is. It's barbaric. So he did well on, on that question as well. Uh, I, I thought he had a solid night last night. I thought Havake had a really good night. And, and I'll just say this about everybody on the stage, with the exception of Chris Christie, because I don't like him. I don't trust him. Okay? But everybody else on that stage last night, I, I think they're solid people. I really do. Uh, I think Pence, you know, like I said a minute ago, you got to go. You served the country well. I appreciate you. Thank you. You got to go, though. You know, things got screwed up in 2020. It's time to go. Uh Tim Scott, you know, I think he he's going to serve well in somebody's cabinet. I really do. And maybe one day, maybe one day he'll have a shot at it. This is not that day and this is not that time. And I think he knows that, by the way. Same is true with Vivek. I think Vivek would be great uh as transportation secretary. He knows how to organize business. He knows how to do those kind of things. He could protect a lot of our in- critical infrastructure in this country from attack. And I think that would be a smart move for anybody who's going to be president, right? Because presidents it's not them running the country, it's them choosing the people around them that are going to run the country. I think the same, the same is true with, uh, with Burgum. I I really enjoy hearing him talk. Uh, last night he talked about China and the fact that China uh, controls 85% of rare earth minerals that are being used right now as they are straighting the the planet, going out and just strip mining the planet in a lot of different places so that they can build batteries for us to drive electric cars in America, or for, for the elites to drive electric cars in America. And he said, we're missing the point. Every other network is missing the point. The reason why people are striking in Detroit is because of Joe Biden's interference with capital markets and free markets. The subsidies, we're subsidizing the automakers, and we're subsidizing the cars, and a particular kind of car, not every car. We're particularly, we're subsidizing electric vehicles. And he went on to talk about that, and he's right. He's so right. Now, he doesn't have a chance of being president, Not at, maybe sometime down the future. I doubt it. do not have a chance of being president, but I like his view on free markets. I also like, cut six here, Jimmy, Vivek, talking about birthright citizenship. The number one issue I think we're dealing with in America today, of course, is an open border. And what's happening along our border towns right now is, Women are getting pregnant on purpose in whatever country they're in. Then they are coming here on your dime, by the way, because your money is being sent to these NGOs who go and find these pregnant women. They they give them transport to the U.S. They get them into a United States hospital along the border, right? And they have their baby, and now their baby is what is called an anchor baby in common vernacular, and they, u- they abuse the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment was about slavery. The context of the 14th Amendment was about slavery. It was never meant to say that somebody from some other country can come here illegally and have a child here, and that child is now a citizen of this country. That is not what the 14th Amendment was about. If you read the writings and the debate of the 14th Amendment in the context of that time, it was about slaves and protecting the citizenship of U.S. slaves. It has nothing to do with those who would come here illegally and then become uh, uh, U.S. citizens. So we have to stop that. That's an abuse of the 14th Amendment, and here's Vivek talking about it.
3: Ending birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal immigrants in this country. Now, the left will howl about the Constitution and the 14th Amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th Amendment. What it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and, subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof, are citizens. So nobody believes that the kid of does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come here.
4: Okay, now, uh, the dumbest question of the night, I am sorry to say I have to give to Dana Perino. I'm so sorry, because I love her. She is so good at what she does day to day, but... This thing about Survivor last night was as bad or worse than when Martha McCallum asked Chris Christie about UFOs. Here's cut number eight. Who would you, and ba- the, 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 the setup is like this. She said, if all of you stay in, Donald Trump is going to win the nomination. So let's play Survivor.
8: That you're dropping out. So which one of you on stage tonight should be voted off the island? <laughs> Please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you. Fifteen <laughs> seconds, starting now. Of the people on the stage, Are you who serious? should be? B- I'm absolutely serious. That, with all due respect,
2: I mean, we're here. Like, Leo, we're happy to debate, sure. but I think that that's disrespectful to my fellow competitors. Nobody... There it
4: is, and that's Ron DeSantis saying it was disrespectful to our fellow uh competitors, and they all agreed with that, and none of them decided to play the dumb little survivor game with her. So and, and I agreed with that. So let's see. I just got a text in here that says uh, last night's debate was useless. I was on Newsmax watching Trump talking to the union workers. That was more exciting and uh, it was exciting and you're going to hear some of that this morning as well. I'll just tell you basically how this works. now that we're into the full bred, full blown uh, you know, presidential time. I, I, I generally stay up. I'll watch the debates. I try to sleep, but I don't get any sleep because I'm wondering what's going on. I try to watch a replay of it. So I stay up. I watch it. I watched it twice last night, and then I uh, I, I get all this sound put together, the sound that you hear. I, I accumulate all that, and I send it to Jimmy so we can use it here on a 5 to 7. We use it on Ware and Ryman. And sometimes they'll hold it over, and they'll use the sound that I, that I find. They'll use that on Sean's show as well. So – We try to get all that information out to you as much as we can, as much of the sound as we can to you. So bottom line it for me, and then we'll come back. And at 621, I want to talk some about what Bidenomics is doing to you, you personally. But before I do that, before I break, the bottom line to me from last night is this. I think what needs to happen It's the also-rans that don't really have a shot at being president. Need to go. I mean now, today. No more, if you bring in enough money or enough polls, you get to qualify. Sorry, you're done. And it needs to be in the next debate where we can get serious about it on the issues, Trump, Haley, and DeSantis. 210-599-5555. All right, let me talk about Stevens Roofing. Great roofing company, not just a so-so roofing company, Not certainly not a fly-by-night organization that's just coming into town to make some money off of you. No, these are local folks uh, born and raised in San Antonio, raising their families here in San Antonio. They understand our weather, how we go from super hot, man, and it just boiling and baking on your roof to, you know, strong winds and, and all kinds of hail, and then snowfall, you know. They understand that at Stevens Roofing, because they're from here, so they know what to look for. They know how to look for a shingle that may be drying out. They know how to look for the, for the caulking around the vent pipes might be drying out. And, and if you get a little hairline crack in that, it could mean that you get drops of water into your attic and crawl spaces, and that's not good. So you definitely want to have them come out and take a look at your roof to make sure you're solid and good. Before the next big rainfall. And they're coming. I promise we're going to get rain again. And Stevens Roofing, they're the ones you want to look at. And they won't charge you for that. There's no no cost and no obligation to have them come out and take a look at your roof. Just log on to the website. Tell them Trey Ware sent you. StevensRoofing.net. Mostly sunny today and 95 for your high. 75 right now at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a KTSa Coming up at 635, an exciting new dawn in San Antonio. I can't wait to tell you about this. I'm super excited about it. It's coming up at 635 this morning. Um, and also some more from the debate. I've got more sound. I've got a ton more sound. What I had to do with the sound, too, by the way, and Jimmy knows this, is is, is comb through all the screaming because they did a whole lot of talking over each other. And sc- There were seven desperate people on that stage last night screaming for attention. You know what desperate people do when they want attention, right? They just scream and they raise their hand and they scream, 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 scream over each other, just screaming over each other. And I had to find clean cuts where they were making a point. But in order to get there, there was a whole bunch of mess all around that. So we've got even more sound coming up for you uh, as we uh, roll forward this morning. And t- and taking your calls. If you happen to watch it, if you happen to see it, and you want to make a comment on what you saw last night, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, I'd, I really would love to hear your thoughts and how you – Uh, felt like it it went last night. I thought it was a mess. For the most part, it was a mess. I think there's too many people up there that have no shot at being president, and we need to get down to three. And and in my view, and and again, good people can disagree on who those three ought to be, but I think it's Trump and Haley and DeSantis. Get down to those three, and then let's have some debates where we can cut down into the meat and talk about the future of the country and talk about the Biden crime family and how... Socialism is replacing capitalism every day in this country and how we're losing our country to socialists. Those are some of the issues that didn't come up last night. So anyway, paycheck to paycheck. Bidenomics is destroying everyday families in this country. When you think back to the Trump years prior to COVID, which I happen to believe was created in order to destroy the most prosperous economy that we have ever had in this country. When you think back to prior to COVID, where we were with just, say, interest rates, where we were with the amount of money that people were actually keeping in their pockets, because they weren't having to spend so much on fuel, so much on groceries and so much on everyday items that they have to have. I'm not talking about the sweet stuff. I'm talking about stuff you got to have, meat and potatoes. When you think back to the way things were prior to COVID under Donald Trump, we were on the road to extreme prosperity. And I happen to believe the globalists who are introducing Socialism in this country don't want that because they want us to be like every other socialist country on planet Earth, a part of the global community, and not a standout, prosperous nation. Today, the news is 60% of Americans in all income brackets and all demographics are living paycheck to paycheck. 60%. This is unforgivable, folks. And it's a result of bionomics. And you can start with his energy policy, okay? You can start with the fact that they are restricting our ability to produce our own oil and gas in this country. Our nation's prosperity is built on our energy and the abundance of energy and our energy independence. It always has been from day one. That's how we have been able to export a lot of our prosperity to nations around the globe. The fact that we were extremely prosperous because of our own energy policy, where we made ourselves energy independent. We're not that anymore. We are dependent on Russian oil. KSAT had a story on last night. Ursula did a story about how our reserves are depleted. Joe emptied them completely. And he hasn't refilled them, they say, because the prices are too high. He hasn't refilled them because they don't want them refilled. They want us to be in this position of California right now, gas over $10 a gallon. And that's what they want nationwide. And they're going to get it. If they stay in power, they're going to get their $10 a gallon. So what does that mean to you? And how is it affecting you and me? 60%? Of people in this country right now from all income brackets are living paycheck to paycheck as a result credit card debt has never been this high it's over a trillion dollars in credit card debt and have you seen what the credit cards are charging for interest now because of inflation again brought about by our useless energy policy under Joe Biden inflation has gone absolutely nuts in this country because he has spent, he, he has spent $6 trillion of your taxpayer money, and that inflates the markets. So what we're talking about here is the fact that people are living paycheck to paycheck, running up credit card debt, which is now over a trillion dollars for the first time in our history. And when you are paying as much as you're paying for interest rates, guess what? Our $33 $33 trillion collective debt that we owe as a nation, there's interest rates on that too. And our GDP is getting to the point now where we cannot pay the interest on the American debt. That means prosperity goes completely away. That means we become a nation of poverty that's why we must banish these people away from the United States forevermore. We don't have time to be screwing around like what happened last night, playing tiddlywinks. We've got to focus on banishing the socialist movement in this country that is stealing this country from under our noses every single day. You and I, will be dead and gone, <laughs> you know. We're talking about the fight right now is for our children and grandchildren. All right, quick break. Coming up at 635, a super exciting thing is about to happen in San Antonio, and I can't wait to tell you about it. That's coming up at 635. Diamond X, diamondxtx.com, diamondxtx.com. Log on there and check out the beautiful work that they do with outdoor spaces for people all over our area. If you're looking to build an outdoor space, And, man, I'm going to tell you, that can be such a wonderful place to make memories with your family, being outdoors in an outdoor kitchen with a beautiful patio, pergola, an addition to the back of your house that's all covered, maybe an outdoor fireplace for the wintertime when it gets here. I don't know. Whatever it is that your dream is for your outdoor living space, even if you have a current outdoor living space and you want to make it even better, Diamond Decks can do that. And Diamond Decks will give you 30% off your design and build, If you mention Trey Ware. Right now, though, and only for this week. So log on right now and check them out. They're just wonderful people that want to do a great job improving your outdoor living space. DiamondDecksTX.com.
2: Hey, man. Looking good. It's the
4: Right on, baby. Here we go. You ready? Buckle in. Let's go for a ride, you and me. Right on up I-35. Yeah. 636, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the Trey Ware page at ktsa.com. So excited to tell you about something that's coming to San Antonio that is so. Well, you never see anything like it, I guarantee you. The gunslingers of the Arena Football League are no longer in the Arena Football League. Man, did they just graduate into the super big, big time. The announcement made this week, the Gunslingers are moving to the indoor football league, the IFL. This is huge news. And I want everybody to know about this. I became closely associated with the Gunslingers this year by going to the games and turning into the hugest fan. I love being right up against the the, the field. I love being able to talk to the players while they're playing. I love being able to talk to the refs while they're reffing. It is so cool. It is the best football that you're going to see in this area, I promise you. And I want to bring in Don Rackler, my friend and good brother, who is on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker hotline. You see him on television. You hear him here on the radio, the owner of John Wayne. But he's also the owner of the San Antonio Gunslingers. And, Don, good morning to you.
9: Good morning, Trey.
4: This is outstanding news. You guys have to be super excited about this.
9: We are. We're very stoked about it. The IFL is, is the premium league in arena football. Uh, there are 16 teams in the IFL. They're all well-run, good teams, good owners, good players. And it's just going to be really exciting football next year, 2024, for San Antonio and surrounding areas. And we're, we're just happy to be a part of that great league.
4: I was trying to explain the difference between arena and IFL to somebody the other day talking about the level of play. The ownership level is completely different. The players themselves, they are a, a cut above. Uh, it just changes the entire feel of the game, doesn't it?
9: Most definitely, you know, from, uh, you know, we're still going to be playing on a 50-yard field. A couple of the difference between the NAL and the IFL is uh, in the NAL, we play the net where you can kick the ball in the net and the ball is played off the net. Uh, And they also play what's called Ironman football, where the players have to play both sides of the ball, offense and defense. In the IFL, it's more of a traditional football where we don't play off the net. And uh, we have offensive players and we have defensive players. So it's, it's like traditional football on a 50-yard field, but it's fast-paced, hard-hitting, action-packed. And it, it, it's
4: going to be really great. And we have an actual San Antonio gunslinger as the new coach. Tell us about the new coach.
9: Yes, Coach, coach Benaz actually played in the USFL in 1984, 1985, right here in San Antonio for the San Antonio gunslingers. And, uh, you know, he's a championship coach. Uh, last year in the NAL, the last two years, he was the NAL championship uh, coach. He has 11 championship rings throughout his career. He's played in the NFL. He's coached in the NFL. He's coached uh, in the IFL before, and he just brings uh, such a level of experience uh, to our team. He he knows both sides of the ball. He knows the business side of the business uh, of the football game too, and he's just a man, an outstanding guy. And we are we are just. Thrilled to have him uh, leading us up this year. You
4: no, know, I uh, have described this to people as a combination of the NFL and the NHL because the NFL is so exciting. If you're a football fan, you gotta love the NFL, but you gotta love this too because it is right there in your face. You are so close to these players, and it moves quickly like a National Hockey League game does. It there's it no downtime, and it has all the excitement and the fun. The, and the entertainment value as well, because it's not just a game on the field. You guys, you invest heavily in the entertainment factor. So there's always something to entertain people, even if they're not a football fan. And my wife, you know Nancy, she's not a big football fan, but she loves these games for the entertainment value that's there.
9: Absolutely. You know... Uh... Uh, the survey is done mostly the biggest fan, really, of, of indoor football is women, truthfully. And even my wife. My my wife didn't really care about sports, and she didn't really care about football until we got involved. And she absolutely loves it. Every person I've ever brought to the game that's never been, they said, oh, this is the most fun we've ever had. We love it. We'll be back. It's, it's action-packed. It's affordable. It's family entertainment. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just a great game, and it, it's good for San Antonio.
4: Well, our listeners are going to hear a lot about it because I'll be talking about it consistently, letting people know what's going on. It's still going to be at the Freeman. Is that right, Don?
9: It will be at the Freeman, and that's the nice thing about the Freeman. It's a small complex. So even, even the upper seats, you still got a great view. So. Yes, we'll be right there at the Freeman. Oh, premium.
4: I love that. I, I, You know, going into the corporate suites, which we're going to talk about here in a second, going into the corporate suites, you're actually right up against – you better pay attention because you can get knocked down. You're right up against the players. You can talk to the players. Last year, uh, one of our guys uh, got hit by another player, and it was a, clearly a foul against the other team, and the ref came walking by me, and I said, why didn't you throw the flag on that? He said, I didn't see it. And I, I said to the ref, hey, I saw it. Give me your flag. I'll throw it. <laughs> so that's the you're – you're able to – talk to the players and all that and you can buy a corporate suite if you own a business you can buy a corporate suite for the year or you could buy a corporate suite per game or whatever you want to do is that right
9: That's right well you don't even have to own a business I mean anybody can buy a corporate suite Oh nice uh, we, you know so we have suites all around the the arena so anybody I mean if you want to buy one there you know there's 16 uh tickets in the in one of those suites and anybody can actually with the family wants one or a bunch of guys want to get together guys and gals want to get on their own suite they're, it's available
4: oh that's great that's awesome and then of course season tickets in the uh, in the upper levels which is not an upper level it's you're right there on the action season tickets are available right now too is that right
9: that is correct season tickets we're just uh, those are just going to be based, starting available today we have a special yeah, 24% discount for season tickets. If people want to buy their tickets or reserve your tickets uh, now, is the, now is the time to do
6: that.
4: Go on to the website right now, folks, and uh, and check it out. Get your tickets now to get the best seats in the house. You'll definitely want to be there and join me for the San Antonio Gunslingers at SanAntonioGunslingers.com. SanAntonioGunslingers.com. You can log on right now. And Don, we'll be talking again in the future. And thank you for your time this morning.
9: Hey, thank you. I appreciate
4: it. Have a great day. Don Rackler, the owner and general principal owner of the uh, San Antonio Gunslingers, ready to take care of you this year in the IFL. Super exciting news. Back to uh, the news of the day and, of course, the debate from last night coming up at 6.50. Trey Ware on KTSA.
8: Adopt U.S. Kids presents. What to expect you... from
4: last night's debate? We're breaking it down for you, recapping what happened last night. In case you missed it, we had to—I yeah, had to fight and go through a bunch of screaming. They were seven desperate people just screaming over each other. And you know what else wasn't asked about last night? Student loans. Where the current school is taking the student loan debt from this group and putting it onto you, you and me, who are working. Let's take some calls, Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hey, Monica, good morning to you.
0: Hey, good morning, Trey. Um, due to the current dire situation America is facing now, um, no one on that stage, in my opinion, is competent or serious enough to take on the deep state and the traitors in this government. You know, we allowed our last election to be stolen from the American people. We had better get it right this time or we may never get another chance. You know, I'm tired of politicians talk or telling us what they will do when they get elected. But I'm more interested in their past records and, and, you know, who they've associated themselves with. Um, That speaks volumes to me. I'm done with rhinos. You know, I'm about God and America first. And while Trump isn't perfect, we know he has the resolve to try to save this great country. Um, I don't personally think he needs to attend any of the debates you know americans know where he stands on issues and he has more important things at hand and he does continue to go see americans in person instead at his rallies and so forth
4: that's right so that's right. You, you, are, you are a million percent correct, Monica. Thank you very much. 210-599-5555. I think eventually he's going to be forced to get into the debates. I think that is going to happen because people are going to want to hear him talk about the future and where he you know, is ultimately planning on going in a second Trump term. But last night was a huge disappointment. Uh, again, there was a whole lot of screaming over each other. Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, cut 13 here, Jimmy, got into a fight last night, and it was kind of a scrappy throwdown. Let's see how that went.
6: What we need are leaders who lead by example. And I will simply say I would love to finish my conversation with Nikki as it relates to the job that needs to get done. Nikki offered a 10% 10 gas tax increase in South Carolina. Talk about someone who has never seen a federal dollar she doesn't like. Ten cents on the gallon in South Carolina as the U.N. ambassador. You literally Bring it, put fifty thousand dollars on Bring the curtains and <laughs> a fifteen million dollar subsidized location.
0: Next. You got bad information. First of all, I fought the gas tax in South Carolina multiple times against the just establishment. Go to you, just go to YouTube. Against the establishment. You, Just go to and YouTube you and you want to know what that yourself. 10 yep. was? When they wouldn't pass the gas tax, the establishment and the companies wanted me to do it so much that I said, the
6: only way I will Here's pass what it is if do. you won't all give us three. All you have me, to do is go watch Mickey it. Haley on YouTube.
4: Okay, and that's how it went. They just went back and forth at each other. Now, Vivek, cut number 12, Vivek did uh, stand up for Donald Trump last night as Trump was criticized for not being there this is what Vivek Ramaswamy had to say
3: I have a different view on this I think Trump was an excellent president but the America first agenda does not belong to one man it does not belong to Donald Trump it doesn't belong to me it belongs to you the people of this country and the question is who's gonna unite this country and take the America first agenda to the next level When we rallied behind the cry to make America great again, we did not just hunger for a single man. We hungered for the unapologetic pursuit of excellence, so yes, I will will respect Donald Trump and his legacy.
4: Okay, so I just got a text. Good morning, Trey. I agree with caller Monica on President Trump debates and current state of the USA actions speak louder than words and that's from uh, Norma. Okay, let me get one final thing in here real quick. Where was Donald Trump last night and what was he doing? He was among the people. He was talking to auto workers. cut number two here, talking about car companies and what's happening with current car companies in America.
5: Car companies with, why is it that these big, powerful car companies with guys that are making $35 million a year immediately quit? They say, you want electric vehicles, we'll give it to you when the damn things don't go far enough and they're too expensive. And I'm not in that business, but I know a lot about it. They don't go far enough, and they're too expensive. A vote for Crooked Joe means the future of the auto industry will be made in China. That's what's going to be. That's where they're made. My pledge to every automaker is this. A vote for President Trump means the future of the automobile will be made in America. Where right. it should
4: be. Back to the calls, and Rudy, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead.
5: Good
7: morning, Trey. Uh, you know, I really, really want to like Trump. Uh, my, my issue is he said he was going to drain the swamp, but he didn't do it. The reason that he's in the trouble he's in right now is because he didn't do it. He didn't take those people out when he should have done that. Any other president has done that. And I'm I really reluctant to give him another shot. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a lot of good people to pick for him.
4: Uh, well, I was going to say, I, I mean, if you're looking for somebody to drain the swamp, who are you going to pick? <laughs> 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 now, now, here's my point, Rudy. I'm not being argumentative with you. What I'm saying is, is no, that no, no, he, right, he's, right. he's got a chip right here. You know what I'm saying? He's got a chip on his shoulder. These people are costing him a million dollars a week. The swamp is trying to drain him dry to the tune of a million dollars a week. So he's got now, a, a, this is personal, this is a vendetta now. And he's going to go after these people like Anthony Fauci, like uh, uh, Merrick Garland, like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And he's going to lock these people up, these people that deserve to be locked up, because now he's got a vendetta. Last time he was in there, he didn't know what the heck he he was doing as far as people around him and who to put in these positions, and he's admitted that. And I, I think that's a positive thing because somebody like him finds it very hard to admit when you screw up, but he did. He screwed up. He didn't replace these people. He brought in people like Jeff Sessions, who was a mealy mouth, weak-kneed wussy, and he should have brought in some strong people. And I, I, if I'm him, I'm going to tell Ron DeSantis, you're going to be my, the head of the Department of Justice, my attorney general, and I want that swamp cleared out, and I want people in jail.
7: Sure, I, I agree with that that portion. The problem is he's so divisive. I don't know if he can bring the party together. And he, he, oh, you, you I, know, he's not going to be a king.
6: Oh, he, he's
4: a president. Oh, I, I think he, I, no, no, that's right, Rudy. But here's the deal: I think that the MAGA movement and the liberty and freedom movement in this country is not about Donald Trump. it, it <laughs> He didn't create that movement, okay? So he doesn't get to be the one that unifies the party or any of those kind of things. the The, the rhinos are never going to like him. You can write that off. They're not the Bushes and the Bush followers and the Cheney followers and the Mitt Romneys and Lindsey Graham's. Even though Lindsey says he likes it, they're never going to support him to the hilt, okay? He just happens to be the one that MAGA chose to elevate. Hey, thanks, Rudy. Carol, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Yeah, i would have
7: disagree with the last caller. Um, I don't think Donald Trump divided the country. I think he is the one that divided the country. This man had four years in office. and all four years, it was just 24-7 um, um, attacks on this man, 24-7. He could barely get anything done. But even though he, he was barely, um, you know, he couldn't get much done because of the rhinos, he still turned out to be the, probably the best modern president there is. And I didn't watch his debate because of the fact that you already know what those guys up there are going to say. Well, that's right. Um, that's right. So why go on there and just, and just you know, all they are going to do is target him, yeah. and he's going to be the tack of all their, you know, uh, talking points, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So Donald Trump, uh, you know, he's going to get my vote in 2024. He's going to get it because he's, he's an outsider. He's not a politician, and you know what you're getting. And I like a person who's loyal and genuine, and when he opened his mouth, people might not like it, but he speaks the truth. And if you don't like the truth, well, then guess what? You, you, um, people need to because the truth will set you free.
4: One final thing, and thank you, Carol. I appreciate your call. One final thing is that they know what he's going to do. The insiders know, and that's why they're trying to destroy him the way they are. Okay? They would not be expending this much energy, effort, and money to take down Donald Trump if he wasn't a real threat to the inside game. We all know that. That's why they're working overtime to get rid of him. Warren Ryman coming up at 7.05. More of a recap from last night. Coming up, KTSA. Del Wamsley and the Wealth Cycle. This is the...